Welcome to Woman Reinvented with your host, Beth Smith. Our sponsor this week, Simply Online. Now, here's Beth. For all of you multitasking moms and multi-passionate entrepreneurs who are overwhelmed with all the things, I'm excited to share this interview today with Lisa Zarotny. She's a professional organizer who's moved from one-on-one hands-on organizing to productivity coaching. She works with folks to get a grip on priorities, handle overwhelm, and find happiness by practicing gratitude. I think you'll really enjoy this visit with Lisa, and I think you'll learn a few things along the way. So let's jump in and talk to Lisa. Oh, hey. Today I'm here with Lisa Zarotny, and I wanted to talk with Lisa. We kind of come from the same niche, I guess you would say, but I think Lisa's taking it in a different direction. So I'm excited to hear how you started out on your pathway to your business and how you've evolved to where you are. And um, basically just tell me how you got here today. <laughs> Wonderful. Thanks, Beth. Uh, how did I get here? Yeah. How much time do you have? <laughs> well, exactly. Um, you know, not forever. Exactly. So we'll go in a rather large nutshell. Uh, it actually started uh, with being a caregiver for my mom. And at the same time that I cared for her, she had Alzheimer's, I no. was caring for my two babies. I actually was pregnant when I first moved her in to our home to care for her. So she and must I have been I, early, early onset Alzheimer's. She, yeah, she was an older, older mom. So, and it probably, so I don't know if it was that early, but it was definitely, we knew something was going on. Um, a bit earlier, I think, and right. we could we could sense the direction that it was headed, and we knew that we needed to kind of take over and 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 release her from you know the administrative side of things. She still had her wits about her when she first moved in, but but we sensed something was going on, and it was absolutely the right choice in terms of her safety and her well being and her golden years so yeah, so we moved her in and, uh, you know, it obviously it changed everything. And I think I've always been inclined toward being organized and thank goodness I was because it was a lot to undertake. And that whole process uh, of, of being a caregiver, of taking on every aspect of someone else's life who, who used to care for you, it was a, it was a profound adjustment for me. And it actually took quite a lot out of me. And it's hard sometimes to describe it because I, I want to describe it in a very hopeful way. And I do see the blessing in it, especially looking back. But it was a hard, hard time for me. And I, I basically sort of jettisoned as much as I could out of my life, all the non-essentials, but some essentials too limited everything that I could. And when I sort of looked up after I no longer needed to care for her, and I still had two young children, I, I looked around and the clutter and the chaos in, in my home was utterly overwhelming. And I, I didn't quite know what to do next. So I actually started what I call literally clearing a path for myself, mm -hmm. for, for my family. Through your house um, first? Through my house first. It started mm -hmm. with the physical, but it was also the mental and emotional. I had been absolutely changed by this experience with her. I mean, you know, everything that seemed important before just wasn't. Anymore. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't. And it, and then I started 
you know, living, I, I was really into eating well and healthy living. And, you know, I found essential oils and kind of got a bit woo-woo. I'm, I, I call myself kind of woo, not quite woo-woo. So like, right. woo in my I, I kind of like, I kind of like side. woo. Woo. I'm like but maybe woo. woo is better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I have, you know, sort of like, because I love the science side of things, but I immersed myself in thought leaders and books and, and just, you know, sought to heal myself and heal my family. Well, I didn't realize at the time that I was healing my family by doing that. And now that I look back on it, I see that I sort of decluttered myself inside and decluttered our home and then, you know, came up with a new new approach to everything and and the whole process was so healing for all of us that I was like I'm onto something here I need to start helping others do this and so I started in the traditional fashion of professional organizing because that physical tangible space I mean you know yourself yes, right. how much of an impact that has on people's lives I and do. yeah I, I took yeah, I took it further and I, I absolutely loved it. But what I loved the most was being inside someone's head and heart and, and helping them, you know, come to terms with things and accept things and free themselves from, from things that had trapped them. And I was like, that, that psychological side was so, you know, it was fascinating to me and it was also important to me because I knew that's where the healing had to happen. So I, I shifted into what I referred to for want of a better title, a productivity coach, and then got my life coach certification to kind of add to that and really round it out because I like to look at life holistically as one big picture because to pretend that things don't affect each other and play, play together, you know, we're, we're missing something and that's where you end up backsliding and, and continuing to have problems and not having real healing. So I agree. That's my, yeah. That's how <laughs> I ended up going the direction I'm going is uh, maybe a little bit different than yours, but when I, I came out of corporate and I had been, you know, executive and whatever, and I um, decided, well, what, what, what do I do? I decided to be a professional organizer because it made a lot of sense to me and my interest. And I wanted, if you will, I just, I thought what better than to be in someone's home, helping them do what I did after decluttering and getting my life in order in a different way. And, um, then it's because it becomes when you start, when you're in someone's house and I laugh and say, when your hands are in somebody's underwear drawer, right? All those um, yes. shackles and um, things, faces that we put up are a little different and you become, have the opportunity to actually get real with people. Yes. And uh, it's just um, because on, you know, we're on social media and everybody sort of, many people put up this front on social media. And then when you're in their home and life is real, I think it changes the dynamic significantly. So I, I realized that I could do rather than just one-on-one, -on -one, there were so many other opportunities that I could have because one-on-one -on -one is just one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful, but you are so limited to that. Yeah. There's a true vulnerability that happens and I honor that so much. And I was like, well, how do I, yeah, extend that further and, and, and reach more people and, 
and do it in a way where, you know, if I can coach someone, then they can learn and, and grow and then take that and apply it and, and, and go further with it. So teach right. a man to fish kind of thing. Right. I guess. And so, it's not know. about the, the clutter in the house. Nope. I think that's a symptom of what's happening. Yes. But it's not, I mean, and of course, many people walk in and they're at their house and they're like, oh, I'm just overwhelmed and I'll go do something else, watch TV, something now to avoid that. And that's important work that needs to be done. But that clutter in your home comes from somewhere else in your mind. It's your mindset. Yeah, it's absolutely a symptom of what's going on. Right. So go on. Sorry, I didn't mean to get sidetracked. Oh, no, no. Oh, that's a good sidetrack. I mean, that was what I, um, how I came to do what I do. And of course, it's growing and evolving in, in so many different ways. Um, I've essentially moved into, um, I mean, I, I'm decluttering and simplifying is always first and foremost. I always say, whatever you're going through, subtract, don't add. Because, you know, I, and I think if you think about the, the, the physical side, the professional order organizing side. Frequently, the people we worked with, the first thing they do is go out and buy organizers, right? Buy bins. Right. And bins. Like that. And like, like, nope, that no. Buy bins. <laughs> <laughs> right. Listen, I did it myself in the past, so I totally get it. I've lived it. But really, right. it's about, you know, simplifying, backing up, understanding, being in alignment. And then the next step after that, which um, has really been a direction I've taken this in, is essentially becoming a habits coach because Everything we do is habit driven. That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, we, because we automate that way. That's, that's how our brains want to work. And so if we can back it up, simplify, you know, start with a fresh, clean slate and then build on our habits, we can use them for the powers of good. That's, that's my, uh, <laughs> my whole philosophy. So tell me, um, if you're habit coaching, Right. Mm -hmm. Where do you start with that? Because we are, we are on many of the things we do are on autopilot and we don't even understand why we do many of the things we do. We just do them. Well, the first thing that we're doing is understanding, you know, how are you living? What's important to you? Where are things falling through the cracks that are very meaningful for you and your family, your business? However, However, the pieces of the puzzle are going together. We have to look at that first. We right. look at your core values. We understand. We, we get really down deep to that core level. Then you essentially pick, you know, you can pick a habit in the same way that when you go to organize a room, you can either go for the biggest pain point or you can go for the simplest win. It kind of, it's going to depend upon the circumstances and what you really need need the most. So it's going to depend client to client how we go. Sometimes it's like, okay, let's, we need you to have a win because you are <laughs> really frustrated. Uh -huh. What's something simple that we can create? How can we anchor something that you really want to achieve to something that you're already doing? You're brushing your teeth in the morning consistently. You got that. Let's celebrate that. That's awesome. Okay. What can we anchor to that? You know, how can we, can we build? So it's really going to de depend on, on the person and the situation. Awesome. So um, how does your business now look? So you've evolved it and you said, I mean, you know, if anybody said to me five years ago, I'd be doing what I'm doing, I would have laughed at them. Yeah. So I'm sure the same has happened for you. So you started out as a professional organizer in people's homes, helping them declutter. Is that yes. 
true. And then you moved into more of a habit coaching. Did, yes, that's directly a where you productivity went? coach. A productivity because coach. Because it, it went into more of the, okay, now, now we're going to declutter and organize your entire life. So that means not just the stuff, but what's going on with your mindset. How, you know, where are you in terms of your values? Where are you with your schedule? And, you know, how you're processing things. Uh, well, the one thing I don't work with is I won't say here's a specific system or a specific kind of calendar or planner. I'm very right. much about let's step back because you could do what you need to do with any of those things. Whatever your preference is, we need to back up and look at your process and steps, how, how you want to work, how you work best. What's your circadian rhythm? What's your Myers-Briggs? How's, what's your personality like? I mean, who are you living with? What, what needs to, to happen? So really, I shifted more into what I call productivity coaching, where we started pulling all the pieces together. But it's evolved into habits coaching because the more that I understand how we tick, you know, what our personalities are, how we work best, um, f- fun and, and actually really effective things. Uh, are you familiar with uh, Gretchen Rubin's four tendencies? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, right, you know, things like that. When we start pulling in that and um, the, the five love languages and whether or not you're, you know, an extrovert or an introvert and, and you start really um, pulling all those pieces together and figuring out how they fit and how you work the very best that that's essentially what I do but but habits coaching has evolved from that because when it comes right down to it our brains want to automate like I think it's what 40 45 percent of everything we do every day is a habit so helping people with the the longevity of these shifts and changes comes through helping them form the habits interesting fascinating um so you know, it's funny, you're sitting and talking about that 45% and, you know, yeah. sometimes that's good and bad. Like I'll automatically put my keys somewhere and I don't remember mm-hmm. where I did it. I don't remember <laughs> any part of that because I put my keys there because I was just on autopilot. So we do that. Yes. I try to autopilot myself to always have my keys in the same place, but occasionally my autopilot breaks. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, fascinating stuff. And the funny thing, I was when you were talking, I was thinking about how complicated that sounds because we have so much information how do we weed through all of that to figure it out and obviously that's why more and more folks are moving to coaches to, yes. because it's complicated we need somebody to be able to do that work while we're doing our thing and simplify mm-hmm. and strategize for us um, we just can't do all that by ourselves I don't think I think it's tough to say hey I'm a mom of three kids and I am on soccer I'm on my way to soccer and I keep my house neat and oh I'm thinking about how I'm structuring my habits you know I mean it's just hard to take all that in and accomplish all of that yeah it's it's multiple levels and layers and then thinking about everything that's you know, come together to create the person that we are, you know, uh, we, we've gotten so much from our families and traditions and things like that, that have, you know, absolutely become the thing we do. And we don't necessarily think why. So I think having a coach, even to ask the questions and say, why do you do that? I don't know if you've ever heard the story about the, um, 
the woman who, uh, you know, would, would cut uh, both sides of the ham off before she would go to roast it because her mom taught her to do that. And, and, her, and that's because the grandmother taught her to do that. And they finally had a chance to ask grandma, why do you do this? And grandma said, I didn't have a roasting pan big enough. Right. Just hilarious. Um, and, and that's, we do develop many um, things based on, or based on maybe the wrong information. You know, we have these um, mental blocks based on the wrong information. Um, you know, and so, so it sounds like to me, your group, your business has evolved less and more into, so one-on-one coaching, obviously, do you do group coaching too? How do you, how have you structured your business around this? Yeah, I definitely moved into one-on-one coaching and almost use the the actual organizing. I'll either do virtual organizing or physical organizing as like what I call an add-on. To me, that's that's a tool because sometimes you do need to to filter through the physical to create the space because the the mental and the physical play together so much. But so much. primarily, it's the the one-on-one clients with you know some workshops here and there. But I'm actually launching a group coaching community in January. And again, for that same reason that you said is that the more that we're able to, you know, share these, these techniques and even inspire asking questions. I like to say that, you know, our best productivity tool is awareness. Right. Well, and I think groups can be, so uh, if they're working, right. And some groups don't, but uh, if they're working, they can be one of the most productive ways Um, because you get so much uh, feedback and ideas and inspiration because um, I think you as much from the group leader as from the other folks in the group. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's this, you know, this community support that you receive when you, when you surround yourself with like-minded people, there's really something so powerful to that. It's the, you know, the, the whole is, is greater than the sum of the parts when you, when you have that. And of course, that, that accountability and that awareness, when you keep things top of mind, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve, that, that keeps, you, uh, keeps bringing you back because life is out there <laughs> destined to distract you. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, so you're doing a one-on-one coaching, you're moving into group coaching to... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, by the way, where, what part of the world are you in? I'm in New York state. I say New that because I'm out, out of the city. So I like to distinguish. Right. That, New York state. Um, uh, so, you, but you don't do um, one-on-one in-home conversations or, or uh, organizing anymore. That's a, a, a rarity. I do have um, a connection to the local community. I'll do local workshops and periodically there will be somebody who's nearby. So I right. will actually go and see them and work with them. We'll do a combination where we do the the productivity and life coaching combined with like an on-site organizing intensive Primarily, though, I would say the majority of my business is now actually at a distance, and you know, virtual. a video conferencing, and yeah, which is incredible. I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that gives you the opportunity for so, such a different, more um, opportunity to connect in different ways with folks. I, I, you know, I think that's one of the reasons that I'm moving more that way myself. Um, yeah, yeah. So long term, 
What are your long-term plans? Where do you see yourself in five years? Now, of course, we can never plot our path because you and I both <laughs> laughed about that five-year plan, but tell me what you're thinking. Where, what, if the world all aligned for you, what would it look like? If the world all aligned for me, you would see me as a speaker and an author. I'll be on a, a TED Talk. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to do a podcast of my own. So Beth, you are inspiring me for that. That's definitely- There you go. I'll be your first guest. Yes. Awesome. Okay. You heard it here, folks. That's right. And uh, essentially, I, the, the direction that I want to go in is to be considered uh, a transformational coach. I'm, you know, a productivity for sure and habits. And, and this is definitely where, where we are, but there's something greater and bigger in terms of inspiring the world to create a movement. Uh, you know, some of the things that I incorporate in my coaching that may seem unusual are things like, you know, gratitude rituals and, and, you know, gratitude habits, essentially, uh, things, things, in kind of that mindset and positivity realm, I guess I knew this when I was first creating the the name of my business. You know, I knew that 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 positivity and that mindset was so important, and I would like to to be that inspiration to others, even in you know different kind of stages. Even if we're not working together one on one, that I'm kind of in people's ears and, and, and in their hearts, reminding them of, of something greater that's out there. Before. Right. Right. That's, that's awesome. Well, I'll watch for those. T- you know, I, I look for Ted talks. Um, I'll watch for you too. <laughs> awesome. Um, so what else should we know about you? Tell me about you. Obviously we talked about your group coaching and what you're doing. Just give us a little snippet into kind of the, who surrounds you. Well, I have, uh, a wonderful husband who uh, is supportive and challenging to me, which I absolutely love. Uh, he is the greatest filter for me because I know if I say something to him and he goes, hmm, interesting, then I'm like, I got something. So <laughs> he challenges me in the best way. I have two children who have honestly saved me. Uh, they have been such a focus for me to help me through all the healing I've done. They are ones whom I want to model for constantly and they inspire me daily. And now at ages almost 11 and eight, I have a boy and a girl, they, they bring something so unique to my world that their own people and they, they fascinate me. And uh, so in the a group that I have where I coach gratitude, I actually interviewed them and put those interviews in that group for people to see because um, they, they truly inspire me at their ages to be able to see the world the way they do. So, and I'm also surrounded by, by cats as well. <laughs> I'm a cat lover. <laughs> yeah. I'm a pet lover, but we happen to have cats. So Wait, we have a few cats. We keep inheriting them. I'm not sure how they keep finding us, but you know, and we try not to be crazy cat people, but um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I already had the crazy part, so I might as well own the cat. <laughs> uh, um, things about me, uh, you know, I'm a huge music lover, a music geek from way back, a voracious reader, uh, and, and I'm just, I love to laugh and be quirky and keep it real. I always joke that I'm the biggest hot mess organizer you'll ever meet because it's not about the mess. It's about, you know, the, the process you take to accept it and change it if you want and, and just live, um, live with hope. Right. 
And I also quote movies and quotes. And uh, I quote movies and music lyrics all the time. Me too. So. Princess Bride versus my, my first and <laughs> foremost is Princess Bride. But I'm working on a blog post about the Field of Dreams quotes because, oh my God, there's so, um, there's so many of them in there. And it's just- Oh, that's wonderful. fantastic. I love that movie. So what book's on your nightstand, by the way? Ooh, books on my nightstand right now. I've got... Let me see, because here's the thing. I will hop around a little bit, and I highly recommend this. I think life is too short not to um, set a book down if it's not holding you at the moment right. Yep. and picking up something else. But as, so long as you are bringing something in to inspire you, How Women Rise, mm -hmm. is it Sal Helgeson, I think? Um, that is currently what's on my nightstand, but uh, I've... I, anything that uh, that talks about how we how we process the world. I'm obviously very much interested in habits right now, but right. just things that that inspire and 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 make us think. Those are the books that I I love to read. Well, and I use um, now my daughter, who's a book editor, cannot mm -hmm. tolerate digital, but I always have my Kindle on my nightstand too. Back to your point yes. is that I'll pick up a hardback, but I love being able to go, oh, oh, you think that's a good book? Here, let me go get it, right? Is that Kindle Unlimited? Can I get it free? That's my first thing. But, and then I put, I have to, on my, on my nightstand, I probably have a thousand books, mm -hmm. right? Because I, I'm on my Kindle and I can pick and choose what feeds me that day. Yes. Um, and I love that opportunity of choice. Sometimes it's overwhelming, you know, when we have so many choices, we can't decide, but usually I go, hmm, what do I want to read today? And so I'm like you, I'll read snippets and parts and pieces of other things, depending on what my soul and my brain needs that day. I love that. That's, I yes. love that choice. And I, I will do something funny, which is that I will, will, I'll intermingle. I like a lot of the, I guess we'll call them self-development or professional development types of books, the in inspirational things like that. But I will also mix in, you know, periodic um, fiction. And for oh, some me reason, too. I like that in, in hard, like, like hardcover or like the physical book. But then, yeah, I absolutely have a ton on uh, Kindle, and I also use Audible as well, especially yes. for the books that I've read already to kind of do a reread and a listen because uh, the the passive listening with uh, Audible or or podcasts, right? I'm a big fan of podcasts, um, right? A, well, my yeah, way. <laughs> I um my I used to do Audible. I think more of my drive time. I don't have that much drive time as I used to, but my drive time's sort of been taken over by podcasts because what mm -hmm. an amazing opportunity to reach over and glean somebody else's years of experience at your fingertips in 30 minutes on your way yeah. to, you know, the city or whatever. So I, I'm, you know, I think more and more people um, are develop, developing and discovering podcasts, which is of course why you and I are, um, <laughs> I'm doing them and you're doing that, going to be doing one. Um, yep. And it's, um, it's just so amazing all the choices we have, again, sometimes that's overwhelming, but uh, to pick and choose the kinds of learning we want to do. So we can do audibles, we can read, we can listen to podcasts, we can, um, you know, pick and choose. And, uh, you know, and I, but I think you can't self-develop all the time. Hence the need for, oh, I'm going to go read fiction for a while. Exactly. You need to have 
breaks and release and you know like just like with design you need white space and just exactly like you go to the gym and you're building muscle you also have rest days so yeah exactly oh lisa it's been great talking to you i don't want to keep you too much longer but tell tell everybody where we can find you tell how tell, i know you're uh, make sure we have your website name again and mm -hmm. any other places that you're located oh i would love to hear from everyone. Uh, I really enjoy being on Facebook. Probably that's my favorite place to hang out because there's so many opportunities with groups and things. But you can find me right at my business page, which is Positively Productive. The website, uh, you can go to my website, and that's also Positively Productive. And if you're an Instagram kind of person, I will hang out there and I will put uh, inspirational things, but also kids and cats and quirkiness and always something to laugh at. That's a little different. That's positively underscore Lisa. So those are the main places. Positively you can underscore Lisa. Is that yeah. how it is? Okay. Yeah. That's for the Instagram, the Facebook, and the website are both positively productive. Great. Great. Well, listen, um, we're going to get uh, something from you so our, our um, podcast listeners can download that, but mm -hmm. uh, that they have access to um, other opportunities to connect with you. So I'm so glad to have you. And uh, uh, listen, I can look forward to being on your podcast when you're ready. I look forward to it too, Beth. This was a delight talking to you. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Lisa, thank you. That was great. As a listener to this podcast, are you interested in reinventing yourself? If so, I'd love to share my top six tips for your reinvention. I've spent thousands of dollars on coaching for my reinvention and have spoken to multiple women who have reinvented themselves, so I wanted you to have this valuable information. Please go to bethwsmith.com backslash podcast and sign up for our six top tips for reinvention. Thank you for listening to Woman Reinvented with your host, Beth Smith. To contact Beth or for show notes, visit her website at bethwsmith.com.